Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for the podcast powered by Coffee and Mountain Dew. The Morning Five with Bryce Sparling and Billy Lindahl. Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for your favorite morning podcast. It is the Morning Five for Friday. We've finally made it. July 29th, 2022. And it's brought to you by Perian Lawyers. Nobody wakes up thinking, man, I hope I hire a lawyer today. But hey, life happens. Don't call one of those big law firms with overused slogans and thousands of billboards. We have a top-notch law firm right here in West Georgia. The Perian Lawyers with offices in Carrollton and Bremen. Personal injury, workman's comp, and everything in between. Find them at callcadenow.com. That's C-A-L-L-C-A-D-E-N-O-W.com. Local lawyers catchy slogans, a few billboards, big results. Bryce, we've got two food days today. Let me let me get started with something first. We're three weeks away from high school football. Three Let's weeks go. Today, we will be at a high school football stadium watching football. Three weeks away from the regular season starting, but we're only a week away from preseason starting uh, for yeah. high school football, and we are a... We're only six days away from NFL preseason starting. So this is the last week for a run of seven months where we do not have football. That Isn't is glorious. Oh, it's just, it's so, listen, I love baseball. I love basketball. You know, I enjoy softball, volleyball. I enjoy all these sports, soccer. Football is king, man. And I am so excited that it is back next week. All right, we got two food days. Both of them I am 100% down for, and I'm kind of hot take on one of them. Samesies. Not the hot take, but I am down for both of these. First, the first is National Chicken Wing Day. Yes, please. I think, and this is this is God's honest truth, outside of steak, I could probably eat chicken wings every single day and be perfectly happy. I'm going to replace your steak with pizza uh, because I'm a big pizza guy. I could eat pizza and hot wings, I think, every single day of the week. Yeah, yeah, I can I, I can join you on that one, dude. I am a massive, massive, massive chicken wing guy. Uh, whenever we go out to eat, if chicken wings are on the menu, that is what I get. And uh, everybody knows, listens to this podcast, that I love very, very, very hot chicken wings. Um Jefferson's used to have some really good hot sauce they put on it. I believe it was called Turbo, uh, but they've been out of it for a while. So they still make good wings, um, just not as hot as, as I would want them. Yeah, they've been they've been out of it for like, I, I, I'm not even joking, like over a year. Um, at least the one in Villarica has. I don't know about the one in Carrollton. I've never been to that one. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I'm I'm a massive I'm a massive chicken wing guy, man. The best best chicken wings in Villarica uh, is a place called Susie's which is next to uh, El Taqueria Tapatio's and right across from the watering hole in downtown Villarica. It's really good. And it's also National Lasagna Day. And here's my hot take. Southern lasagna is just awful to me. It really is. Really? Yeah, dude. I can't I can't do it. It's it's just not good. I don't know if I know the difference between Southern lasagna and other lasagna. See, and that may be the difference just simply because I grew up with, and, and you guys can send all the hate mail you want to. I think it, I, 
I grew up with Yankees. Like my parents are both from Chicago, and we know you don't like cornbread. <laughs> uh, but that's another conversation to have. Um, but there's a difference in the cheese. Yankees do something different with their cheese as far as what what kind of cheese they put into the lasagna, and it's completely different, and it changes things. Okay. Okay, I've I've never had anything but southern lasagna, so gonna, I will be int- I'd be interested to try Yankee lasagna. To be fair, though, it will probably taste the exact same to me because when I eat lasagna, and I know people are going to be shocked here, I cover the lasagna in hot sauce. I mean, I probably use half a bottle of Frank's when I'm eating lasagna. Lord, it yeah. is it is more or less a conveyance of hot sauce for me lasagna than it is an actual food. Um, a lot of foods are that way, actually, honestly. Uh, they're just a way for me to get my hot sauce intake. But yeah, when I eat lasagna, I probably use a half a bottle of Frank's on it. Ready to start a three-game set with the with the Snakes tonight in Atlanta. Um, and hopefully we can get all three of the games in. I haven't really looked at the weather this weekend. I know we've got some rain coming in. Um, but not like substantial, I don't think. So I hopefully- think tonight maybe is the biggest chance for it. I think we have like a forty-two percent chance, or no, they move back to tomorrow. Actually, forty-two uh, percent chance today, seventy-eight tomorrow, and forty-eight on Sunday. So forty-two, forty-eight—that's where we live about day to day, every single day during the summer here in Georgia. Seventy-eight percent thunderstorms. It's not saying scattered on Saturday. We'll see. Uh, but the high on Saturday is only 85. That's a, that's that's not Let's bad, man. Go. Let's go. Uh, really good pitching matchup tonight. All right versus Madison Bumgarner. I'll take that every day of the week. Billy, I'm going to be completely honest with you here. I had no idea Madison Bumgarner was still pitching in, in the majors. <laughs> <laughs> I saw this and I was like, hmm, I wonder if that's his son. And then I clicked on the matchup, and I was like, nope, that is actually the legit old school. Or not old school, I guess, but uh, that is Madison Madison Bumgarner. I know. That's why when I was looking this morning, I was like, Madison Bumgarner, like, he's like 40, right? He's younger than I am. He's 32. Yeah. He hasn't even turned 33 yet. I don't. I feel like he's been in the league for, for years. I feel like he's been in the league for easily 20 years. No, man. I mean, he was... A rookie, I want to say around the same time Freddie was. He does have 13 years of experience in in the majors, so I mean he's he's been there for a while. But I don't know why I thought Madison Bumgarner was was that old. Not having a great season though this year. Six and nine with a 3.1 or 3.71 ERA. I'll take that every day of the week, especially from <laughs> him. Yeah, uh, Anderson on Saturday and then Freed. So hopefully we can get. At least two of three from the snakes. Hopefully, take all three, um, because we need to get out of this three games, uh, three game hole that we're in right now with the Mets. And the Mets have a three game set with the fish starting tonight. Now, I want to see. Uh, I want to see Anderson on Saturday. Forget about that outing versus LA a couple nights ago. I want him to go out and put that in the distant, distant rearview mirror and get back to the five to six innings pitched with only allowing, you know, two, three runs type uh, Ian Anderson. Put that put that outing against L.A., make it an anomaly, and completely forget about it. 
And I want Ronald Acuna to wake up this morning as if he was 2020 Ronald Acuna or 2019 Ronald Acuna because 2022 Ronald Acuna sucks. Yeah, he's, pretty, he's pretty terrible. He's I don't know what's going on with him, man. Um, I don't know if I don't know if Washi can fix it. Uh, I don't I don't know. It's uh, it's 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 rough watching him go up there and swing and swing and swing and either strike out or hit just ground balls. Uh, the exit velocity is there, but the launch angle is terrible. Um, we were looking at some stats the other day uh, about Ronald Acuna's batting stats this year, and the exit velo is there. I mean, the exit velo is down from the past couple of years, but it's not massively down. So he's still hitting the ball hard, but the uh, and launch angle is, is terrible. I mean, it's, it's right into the ground. He's seeing less fastballs, more breaking balls. And it's just not its not coming together so far for Acuna this year, man. Hopefully he turns it around. Honestly, if the Braves can keep going what they're going right now without their best player hitting well, uh, you know, I don't want to say I kind of like it, but you have to believe he's going to turn it around, right? You look at the back of the baseball card and it says something. And you have to believe at some point in the season he's going to get back towards the back of the baseball card numbers. And maybe he does it right when the playoffs roll around. Let's hope, man, because this has gotten a little bit ridiculous. And even when our buddy Clay Harden has, has started to hating on him, which is not a good thing. Yeah, Clay, Clay Harden's not a big Acuna fan at the moment. I can guarantee you that. No. All right. Uh, Atlanta United gets another shot this weekend. At this time, it gets uh, Chicago Fire. Yeah, Atlanta United plays again this weekend. Um, I, I, I told Billy yesterday, man, I'm starting to get... A little, little frustrated, a little tired of talking about this team and their inconsistent effort and the lineups they roll up. I, I don't know. This this team is becoming increasingly frustrating to talk about and analyze and watch. And I hate it because I love Atlanta United, but this team is, is very, very frustrating at the moment. Uh, well, some of the big questions I have going into this game is who's up top? Who's starting? Is it Ronaldo? Is it Joseph? Uh, do we have an identity yet on what we want to do up top and how we want to play teams? Uh, do we want to play through Ronaldo, Ronaldo running uh, deep into the back lines, behind back lines, sending uh, through balls and uh, balls over the top to Ronaldo? Is that what we want to do? Do we want to have Joseph up there as a false nine, kind of holding up play and letting our wings get up there and assist? Uh, I'd like to see Ronaldo come off the bench i'd like to see dom come off the bench i'd like to see joseph start if joseph can only play you know 60 minutes that's fine but i think we need to have joseph in the starting lineup week in and week out just for his leadership qualities uh he will get these guys going if they're out there showing a lack of effort joseph is not afraid to tell them hey get your you know what in gear Uh, he's a veteran leader and i think we need him on the field almada has to start we have to have atiago almada starting in this lineup we pay him way too much money not to start him uh too many games have gone by where he is on the bench and we need all of our dps playing together that has been one of my biggest gripes about atlanta united over the past couple of years is their dps have not all been on the field and playing together we have to have that almada has to start arujo needs to control his temper arujo is notorious for when stuff goes wrong he loses his temper has stupid fouls uh, silly yellow cards, and that's the that's one of the red cards that he got for bumping into the referee, you know, a month ago. Arujo uh, needs to learn how to control his temper because when he loses his cookies, as our good friend Coach uh, Jetmore would say, uh, it doesn't doesn't pay dividends for his soccer game. He completely loses track of the game. 
and gets into his emotions. Uh, we can't allow Chicago to score first either. We are not a good comeback team. We are good when we are on the front foot. We are really good when we force the other team to attack. So if we score first, you know, kind of being up one to nothing, obviously is an advantage, but forcing the other team to attack really plays into the strong suit for Atlanta United. We cannot go one nil down. Uh, and it sucks because Gonzalo Pineda has said before, this team tends to not focus too well when the game's 0-0. Zero, zero. It's not really right. a good omen. Uh, and Rios Novo, Billy, I do not want to see him in goal. I want him to be on the bench. I think he did fine in the cleanup duties for Shuttlecock and um, Brad Guzan. I, I think he did he did fine most games, but I think it's time to turn the reins over to the new goalkeeper from South America. Okay. When is the game? I believe that is a Sunday game at three o'clock. Uh, not a thousand percent there, but it's in Chicago. It is definitely in Chicago. Yes, yes, I believe. Let's see. It's so hard to find MLS scores on on ESPN.com. It. I don't know. I don't know why they do it. Um, or maybe it's Saturday. Hold on. I'm scrolling. I believe it's Saturday. Actually, Saturday at three o'clock in Chicago. It should be on Bally. I. I would hope and assume. Um, so impossible to find these scores. I think it's Saturday. I'll look it up. Keep going, yeah. Temple. Give me give me a preview of the Temple Tiger football this uh, this year, and I'll give you the Atlanta. Oh yeah, five o'clock. Excuse me, five o'clock on Saturday. Okay, good. Yep. There you go. All right. Uh, as he mentioned, we're going to talk about the Temple Tigers, and it is Friday, which means another football preview. Uh, so Temple is coming off a disappointing one and seven year. That. They went into the offseason this this year without a head coach. Six-year man Scotty Ward was stepping down from coaching and thus opening up a new spot for a head coach. Temple acted quickly and brought in central uh, defensive coordinator and former Gordon Central head coach Corey Nix. Nix has already infused a whole bunch of energy into this program, and I know that you've seen it just simply from uh, social media. Um but he's already infused a lot of energy into the program and putting an emphasis on team and a lot of emphasis in the weight room, which is uh, good to see. All right, uh, three questions that I've always got. Uh, what will the offense look like as Nix looks to change things up again uh, a bit? Cam Vaughn will be the Tiger signal caller, but what other weapons will they have at their disposal? This was a team that had the worst offensive output this this last season since 2013. Defense has to get better. <clears throat> Excuse me. Last season, the Tigers allowed 34 and a half points a game in their eight contests. And defensive-minded head coach will most certainly look change things around uh, on the defensive side. And I that know that should be something that I think is going to change pretty quickly. I, I think Coach Nix is going to have that defense ready to go and uh, much improved over last season. I agree. And and let's not forget who they brought in for offensive coordinator. Going back to that first question, they brought in Evan Hoshteller, um, who is his dad was the, the coach at Bowden for years, and he has become a great offensive mind in the state of Georgia. So that Bowden just named their field after his daddy, right? Is, yep, he sure that, did. Yeah, that's what I saw like this week or last week or something like that. Okay, okay. 
And con- by the way, uh, a little side note, congrats to Evan Hosteller. He is um, taking over the interim head baseball coach at Temple High School. Awesome. awesome. Congratulations. That's offensive coordinator and uh, interim baseball coach. That's awesome. And then the final question, a new classification region. What does it look like? Good news. Temple has made the playoffs for the fifth time. since 2005 and the first since 2019 without even playing a game. That's awesome. Congrat- congratulations, Temple. I feel like we have a lot of those around this area. A lot of teams are making the playoffs before the seasons even start because of the regions. <laughs> we have four teams right now that have already made the playoffs because of that. Four of the nine. Half. So almost half of the teams that we cover are already in the playoffs before the season even starts. Wow. Temple heard Bowden and Mount Zion. <laughs> That's absurd. That's crazy. Uh, and I, I gave you a shot of the uh, Temple schedule, but the schedule is tough in their non-region. But we'll toughen them up for region play. Plus, the last three, um, the region play will be the last three weeks of the year. So they've got Pike County on the road, Christian Heritage, Chattooga on the road, Lumpkin County on the road. And listen to this, Bryce. Pepperell, Bowden. Boom, boom. Ooh, right back, man. Wow, that's at, at home, too. Those are two great home games right there. If any uh, Temple Tigers are trying to figure out what home games they want to go to, and they can only go to a couple at Pepperell Bowden right there. That's going to be a great one-two punch. Yeah. And then they've got a home game against Midtown. And then they go on the road for um, their first region opponent, which is Lamar County. And then they're home against Heard County, home against Crawford County. And that's it. That's their season right there. I'm excited about that Pepperell Bowden one-two punch. I'm excited about that, and I'm excited about the home game versus Heard County region game late in the year. It's going to be cooler. Uh, it's going to feel like football season when that happens. So yeah. I'm, I'm excited to see that. I'm excited to see what Coach Nix can do with this Temple Tiger team, man. Um, I think he is a very, very talented person. I think he's going to get that defense turned around, and with the assistance of Coach Hostetler, I think that offense is going to be improved as well. Um Temple Tigers are, are, I think, one of the dark horses in our area to be a very competitive, scrappy team. Uh, and, you know, they already made the playoffs. So <laughs> congratulations. And I'll, I'll be excited to see what they do in the playoffs. I was looking at the uh, I was looking at Facebook last night, and I think the Rome Elite um, Facebook page had Temple going eight and two this year. Um, funny you said that as you were doing the Temple Tiger thing, I was scrolling through Facebook and yes, they do. They have, uh, they have the Temple Tigers as an eight and two region champ this year. Um, I don't know if I want to go that far, but I can guarantee you they will be vastly improved from one and seven. I agree. Uh, That will, that will be in a very, very far rear view mirror. Yeah, I agree a hundred percent. All right, Billy, let's get to the Marine South scoreboard. First in the MLB with the NL East teams, Marlins beat the Reds 7-6, and the Phils beat the Pirates 8-7. In softball last night, Bremen had some more scrimmages. I don't know what the final score to these games were, but what I do know is Annabelle Langley and Reese Brown were the players of the game. I know in the first game they beat Mount Zion. I don't know the score. Um, and in the second game, I'm not sure if they beat Mount Zion again, but I do know Annabelle Langley and Reese Brown were the players of the game last night for your Bremen Blue Devil softball team. 
Uh, they start this uh, or next week. I'm sorry. Uh, soft, high school softball in our area starts next week along with high school football preseason and NFL preseason. Mm-hmm. On the Stump It Games and Events calendar for tonight, Billy, we have the Marlins versus the Mets, Pirates versus the Phils, and the Nats versus the Cards. And then obviously the Braves are playing as well. All right, Bryce, I need some money for the weekend. What can you help me out with? All right, let's go. You know how much I love my parlays. Let's go ahead and start off with the massive baseball parlays that I just love to do. Billy, you were you were correct. I did hit uh, last week or week before, I think. Yeah, give me just give me one second. This, All right, offer and dollar segment is brought to you by our friends at the Incredible Poll. Go see Steve Walker in the Incredible Poll Lemonade anywhere he is. He puts out the best product in West Georgia as far as lemonade is concerned. You cannot beat it. Sorry. Okay, go ahead. No. Hey, I am a thousand percent down to pause whenever Incredible Pulp is needs needs to be mentioned. I wish we could get some of those popsicles, man. Yeah. Steve Walker talking about those Incredible Pulp popsicles. I would. Re- I'd really like to have some of those Incredible Pulp popsicles. I can't wait. Uh, he will. Are they at every Central? High school football game? Incredible poll. Um, um, I'm not sure. We'll have to get a we'll have to get a list. We'll have to get a list of where they're going to be uh this year at what what football games and all that. Uh, so I'm gonna be for week one and he's like, I need to bring you some lemonade for week one so you can have it. I was like, heck yeah, man. <laughs> and you give you give me an incredible pulp lemonade t shirt, I will wear that thing to every single football. I'll wear it to every single sporting event I go to this year. That's how much I love that lemonade. All right, so on the Incredible Pulp Softer and Dollar segment for this week, you know how much I love my parlays. Let's go ahead and hit up the Braves parlay for tonight. Austin Riley hits a home run. Matt Olson gets a hit. Michael Harris Jr. gets an RBI. Acuna gets a run. Kyle Wright gets five or more strikeouts, and the first inning ends in a 0-0 tie. That, that really could really happen. It's not far-fetched, is it? Most of most of the parlays I do for the Braves, I try to make them as realistic as possible, even even though there are a lot of things that need to go right. Right now, that is at a plus 8,177. Mm, that's juicy, man. So that's you really- you put 100 bu- you put 100 bucks down, you win $8,000. Pretty good little bit. Yeah, no pretty doubt. good little bit. This weekend for NASCAR, they are at Indy, but they are not racing the Brickyard. They are racing the road course up there. Give me AJ Allmendinger to win at IMS at a plus 2100. I do not know why in the world those odds are so long for Allmendinger. It is a road course, and Allmendinger is a road course master. Give me Allmendinger at a plus 2100. This weekend, F1 is in Hungary. Max Verstappen is a plus 190 to win. Give me Max Verstappen in Hungary. I'd be shocked if he didn't win. Uh, and then I'm going to go with a podium. Uh, these guys can finish in one, two, or three in any uh, form or any order. It doesn't matter how they finish it. They just need to finish in one, two, or three. Max Verstappen, Charles Leclerc, and George Russell will be on the podium in Hungary. That is at a plus 462. That's juicy as well. Mm-hmm. Very, very tasty. The only one I'm worried about is that uh, the Ferrari one, man. Ferrari has been messing up massively over the past week. But we cover all that in track talk this week. 
a very long track talk episode, actually, because we had so much motorsports to talk about last weekend. Bryce, you need another cup of coffee? You know it, baby. I need another cup of coffee to get this Friday started. All right. Uh, another cup of coffee brought to you by Realtor Hannah Strong with Robert Goolsby Real Estate Group. Did your mom go talk to her yesterday? Uh, yes, she did. Um, and I don't know what the culmination of that is. My mom is currently in the middle of uh, making arrangements to get my grandmother to come up here. We found a place for my grandmother to live up here. So uh, she did meet with Hannah yesterday. I need to text her today and see how, how that went. I've been telling her for the past year and a half she needs to sell that house because the market is hot right now. And you need to do it right now before it drops yeah. off. Yeah. Immediately. <laughs> All right. Uh, Arizona Cardinals removed the independent study clause from quarterback <laughs> Tyler Murray's contract. What a weird clause that was, man. I, I don't think I've ever seen that in any sports clause ever. It was yeah. very, very odd. There's a lot of odd stuff, though. There's a lot of odd clauses in a lot of sports contracts. I don't know if I've ever seen that type of clause in there. Yeah, that was that was definitely strange, but I get it considering what it was. All right, uh, DK Metcalf. He's pretty decent. Seattle Seahawks have uh, agreed, and they signed him to a three-year, seventy-two million dollar extension. Stay oh in man, Seattle. that's a. Uh... And I, when I I saw this come across my phone last night when we were at the Villarica event, which was awesome, by the way, great great turnout last night. Um, but the when I showed you this, I said, "Who's throwing to him for the next three years?" Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, right now, because so we were trying to rack our brains other than Drew Locke, who else was on the roster for the Seahawks. Billy, the other two quarterbacks they have up there are Geno Smith and Jacob Eason. So I, I don't know. I would, I would assume either Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud will be throwing to him for the next couple of years. <laughs> uh, it's not a it's not a very deep quarterback quarterback room. And you're right that the Wildcat Wildcat welcome last night that uh. The Villarica Touchdown Club and Tim Barron put on was a fantastic event. I had a blast, and the kids loved it. Good. Yeah, they they had all the uh, Wildcats and the Wildcat cheerleaders signing uh, autographs on the. Oh yeah, yeah. Grayson came home and tacked his uh, little poster thing that he got with all the football players that signed it, tacked it right up on the wall next to all of his Braves attire and gear and stuff. Good. Good for Gray. Uh, Tony Finau leads at the Rocket Mortgage Classic. What's the odds on him winning the, the entire tournament for the weekend? I don't know. That's a good question. I can find that out for you. Tony Finau has been on fire lately, man. You know, he won last weekend. Um, I don't remember what tournament it was, but he won by like four or five strokes last weekend. And now he is leading again this weekend at the, uh, at the Rocket Mortgage Classic. I believe that is up in Detroit, Michigan. Uh, Finau right now is a plus 300 to win on the weekend. So, you know, like I said, do not make bets until after the cut. Once the cut is done, you want to bet Saturday, Sunday morning. It's the best time to bet. But, yeah, Tony Finau playing some really good golf lately. And uh, as we mentioned earlier, Evan Hochschetler is is the uh, interim head baseball coach at Temple. Congratulations, Um, Coach. That's awesome. Yeah. Good for Evan. That'll be a that'll be a fun group to take over at Temple, and I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what they can do. I got a chance to talk with uh, Wade Bailey, the head football or the head baseball coach at Villarica last night, and that was that was a good good talk. He is yeah, I've, uh, I've, Emily Emily works with his wife. I did not even know that, and I saw them up there, and 
uh, Emily was talking to Wade's wife, and she was like, yeah, that's, that's Wade Bailey's wife, the new head coach of Villarica. I was like, oh, okay, didn't know that. Cool. <laughs> and then finally today in 2018, the battle axe. Chipper Jones. Old Chip. Is inducted into the Baseball Hall of Fame, Cooperstown, New York. The Hooters hero. Yes, sir. One of the one of the greatest to ever do it, man, and one of the greatest Braves to ever do it. Top five greatest Brave of all time, in my opinion. Uh, I yeah. mean, I can't, I can't, I can't say enough good things about Chip and the stuff he's done after his playing days as well with the organization and everything. The fantastic, fantastic professional, and uh, played his entire career with Atlanta, man. You don't see that much anymore. I just want to sit down with him once, you know, just top it up. Talk with him about his career. Talk with him about his life. I, I just, just once. That would be fun for me. Yeah, I want to go play eighteen with him. That's what I would want to do. Play eighteen oh, with him. Fun you too. Know, have, have a couple cocktails at the turn. You know, just sit out there and shoot the you know what. And yeah, he, he seems like a, he seems like he'd be a fun guy to hang out with. No doubt. You know, his <laughs> we were kind of joking his. uh his mansion is still up for sale, so we can go look in that. Hey, after I win those that Mega Millions, was that drawing tonight? The Mega Millions drawing is that tonight? I think so, and it's it's over a billion right now. <laughs> I gotta go get a ticket. I still haven't gotten a ticket. Uh, I've I've never bought a Mega Millions ticket. I've never played the lottery in my entire life, but I will be playing it tonight. I will be getting a Mega okay. Millions one billion dollar ticket. Billion, one freaking billion. Chris, you got anything? You'll, I was, you'll know if I win it uh, if you never hear from me again. So that's, that's not true. You'll still, you'll still do the morning five. <laughs> not, they, I, I've, I've always told people if I ever win the lottery, I'm buying a crappy house on the Gulf Coast of Florida. I'm buying a shrimp boat and I'm paying somebody to teach me how to shrimp. And that's all I'm going to do with the rest of my life is shrimp. Okay. That's my life goal. And no, I don't have anything else to add. Let's get this Friday started, man. You'll still get up and do the morning five with me. For Bryce Sparling, I am Billy Lindahl. Have a great weekend, everybody. We will talk to you all on Monday. Same time, same place. Shake your neighbors! Just shake them! Shake your neighbors!